Welcome to the True North Collective Podcast. True North metaphorically means your true center. If you follow Christ, then your true north is the direction that leads you to the heart of God. This podcast is about navigating through youth ministry, culture, parenting, dating, marriage, and all that life has to offer. Navigating through those topics in the direction that lands at the heart of God. And now for your host of True North. What up? Thanks so much for lending me your ears, your heart, and your mind. Let's get started. So there's been a lot of crazy stuff that's been going on. A lot of crazy stuff. But one thing still remains, and that is the three officers that um, murdered Breonna Taylor have not been um, arrested, prosecuted, taken to court. None of that. All right. And um, when I did, and this sounds really bad, but I didn't discover that nothing has happened with the officers until about a couple of weeks ago. Like I assumed, and that was that's bad on my part, but I assumed that it was going to be handled. I assumed that. Um, am I dumb for assuming that? Yes and no. No, because like as a citizen of this country, like if injustice is done for as far as if a criminal act is done, then there's crime, there is punishment that is that is to be served for that criminal act. Am I dumb for assuming that in this case with Breonna Taylor? Yes, because this is not the first injustice that we have seen in this country. But unfortunately, it is one of many. All right. But so far, one officer has been fired, yet the other two have been reassigned. I'm, you can't see it, but I'm doing like the air quotations. But the other two officers have been reassigned. Now, if you don't understand who Breonna Taylor is and what and what that whole incident is, let me give you a quick synopsis. On March 13th, as Brianna and her boyfriend, Kenny Walker, lay asleep in their bed, plainclothes police officers broke down their door using a battering ram on a no-knock drug warrant. Kenny, thinking intruders were violently breaking in, grabbed his licensed gun and fired a single shot, hitting one officer in the leg. The police returned fire with 20 bullets, eight striking Brianna, killing her. 911 Police say they were looking for drugs but none were found at the apartment. The drug dealer they were investigating had already been arrested earlier that day. Kenny was initially arrested and charged with attempted murder. His case has since been dropped. But nearly three months later, the officers are still on the job. No charges filed. All right. Now, the fact that these three officers have not been arrested, why is this a problem? It just smells like Jim Crow. All right. If both Breonna Taylor and her boyfriend, if both of them were white, would there have been... Um, would there have been the need for three cops to come to make an arrest or to serve a warrant? Would there have uh, would there have been a would would there have been a a more mild introduction? You know, would instead of kicking the door down, would they have run the doorbell? 
and said, hi, this is whatever county police department. Um, would, would if if Brianna Taylor and her boyfriend were white, would those in power empathize more if it was someone that looked like them? This also is a problem because it shows no matter how far we are removed from the 40s, 50s, and 60s, Jim Crow is still making occasional appearances. You know how, like, Stan Lee would always, before he passed, R.I.P. Stan Lee, and every Marvel movie, Stan Lee always had that cameo? No matter how far we are removed from segregation, no matter how far we are removed from the civil rights movement, no matter how far we are removed from uh, cotton-picking days, Jim Crow still finds a way to make his cameo. What I am saying is, you, the listener, all right, you don't have to support the brand and movement and crazy riots of Black Lives Matter. I'm saying, I'm, I'm not saying you don't have to you don't have to get it tatted on your on your on your wrist or shoulder or back. What I am suggesting is the truth that if you believe all lives matter, then you should have no problem saying and believing that a black individual's life matters. You should have no problem believing, saying, and agreeing with an African-American male, female, just a black male, a black female, they deserve justice when an injustice has been done. I'm not asking you to fight the cops because I have friends that are cops. I went to school with classmates who eventually grew up to become cops. My uncle, my dad's youngest brother is a cop. Not all cops are bad people. Not asking you to go spit at a veteran. My grandpa is a veteran. My uncle is, my mom's brother is a veteran. I have no problem with veterans. Whether you stand or kneel, that's your option. That's your choice. I have no way in on that. I only control my household. I only control me and my household. But what I would like you to do is search your heart, all right? Search your heart, search your mind, search your life. And create an opportunity for you to have a conversation with someone of color. Have them explain to you what privilege looks like. By asking them, what is one thing I can do that you can't do because of the color of your skin? That's a hard conversation to have, but I promise you're going to benefit from that. In fact, um, I, I meant to report this a few weeks ago, but... You know, the Lord has given graced me with the opportunity to add another member to my boat. And uh, I mean, this 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 guy, he's he's a phenomenal guy. But I knew he was a member the moment that he uh, he just wanted to. Um, well, we went and had lunch and uh, pretty much he asked that question in, in a different in different vernacular. But he wanted to understand. Not only what the problem was, but why. And and then, better yet, how could he help? What? Yeah. So let me say that again. Hack to all this. You ready? Let me say that again. 
great opportunity to have a conversation with someone of color. Take them out to lunch, breakfast, coffee. I don't know. Maybe go fishing. I don't know. You know, don't make it super awkward to where like, you know, you got to dress up and it's a, you know, 10 course steak dinner, you know, hundred dollars a plate and, you know, fancy. No, just like super casual, super chill. Create an opportunity to have a conversation with someone of color. Have them explain to you what privilege is. First off, you have to get past, oh, I'm not privileged. I've been in the, listen, I really don't want to get into that. But if you, unfortunately, if you were not born white, then you are born at a disadvantage compared to those that are white in this country. Lindsay, are you against white people? No, my wife is white. I love white people. Some of my best friends are white. However, my wife will tell you that there are things that she can do that I cannot do because of the color of my skin. Create an opportunity to have a conversation with someone of color. Have them explain to you what's one thing I can do that you cannot do because of the color of your skin. Ask them that question. What's one thing I can do that you cannot do because of the color of your skin? You know, think about it this way. A, a, a country drags O.J. Simpson through the mud for months and months and months because he allegedly killed his wife, only to find out that the evidence didn't add up. The glove didn't fit. You must have quit. But he went to court because justice was working when a black man might have killed a white woman. Three police officers murder a black girl. Cold blood. Innocent black girl. One gets fired and two gets reassigned. All right, so let's change the tone because there's also something that I want to talk about as well. All right. Um, so me and my wife, we are currently watching season five of one of our favorite shows on Netflix. It's called Last Chance You. Last Chance You. All right. And I believe season five is probably my favorite. It's it's my wife's favorite as well. It's our favorite. Um, and whenever you watch it, you'll see why I'm not going to spoil it. Um, I will say this one thing, and that is what we're going to talk about. So in like the first couple of episodes, the coach, the coaching staff, I mean, down to, you know, uh, people that work at the school or whatever, but the coach preaches and teaches and breathes this truth, which is the only team that can beat us is us. That's his, that's his motto. That's, that's the team's motto. That's the coaching staff's motto. They tell the players all the time. The only team that could beat us is us. So to you, the listener, let me remind you of something, and this is what I want to talk about. The only person that could beat you is you. The only person that could beat you is you. All right? Keep that in mind. No one on this earth fully knows your triggers, good and bad, like you do. No one fully can 100% relate to your upbringing. I mean, we can find friends that we have similarities with. Me and my wife, we have similarities in our upbringing. But still, at the end of the day, like to fully understand 100% of my upbringing, no one on this earth knows, like me. 
listen, I want you to think about this. Fumbles happen when, number one, when we don't grip the thing that's been given to us tight enough. As a bar, fumbles happen when you don't grip the very thing that's been passed to you tight enough, when you don't hold on to it tight enough. Number two, fumbles happen when we don't prepare for collision. I mean, even Jesus said in John chapter 16, verse 33, he said, in the Passion Translation, of course, for in this unbelieving world, you will experience trouble and sorrows, but you must be courageous for I have conquered the world. All right, so Jesus Jesus gave us the spoiler alert. He literally said, trials are coming. The testing of your faith is coming. Tribulation, sorrows, offense, they are coming. However, be courageous and know that he's conquered the world. Jesus knew that we would, have, we would come into collision. We would collide with life itself. Fumbles happen when we don't prepare for collision. When we think we can just go about our destiny without having any trouble bombard us, or when we can think that we can share our vision with people and not expect, um, and and we can share our vision with people and always expect them to be gung ho and have a positive reaction. No, prepare for collision, guard your heart. That way, when collision happens, you still remain true and steadfast. To what the Father has asked you to do. You know, confusion and missed opportunities always happen when we don't follow the coach's plans. Confusion and missed opportunities always happens when we don't follow the coach's initial plans. James Clear, author of Atomic Habits, one of my favorite books, says it best this way. He says, what looks like a talent gap is often a focus gap. The all-star is often an average to above average performer who spends more time working on what is important and less time on distractions. Run that back. All right. James Clear says it best this way. He says, quote, what looks like a talent gap is often a focus gap. The all-star is often an average to above average performer who spends more time working on what is important and less time on distractions, end quote. Let me give you a personal development hack. As a parent or entrepreneur, pastor, employee, son or daughter, leader, spouse, musician, artist, etc. And this is something I'm currently working on as well. List, pull out a sheet of paper or your phone. Right, and list five distractions, five things that take you off course. All right, list those five things. Don't have to be super deep, just like social media, deep diving TikTok. I don't know, like um, stress eating, you know, whatever it is. Five distractions, five things that take you off course at any given moment of the day. Just five. Now, after you list those five, after you wrote those five down, now list one counter 
to each of those distractions. List a counter to each one, each each of the distractions that you've already previously wrote. Now, after you've listed one counter to each of those distractions, write a plan on how to do that counter, how to do that very thing. Write a plan to start it tomorrow. Write a plan with the goal and intention and mandate to start it tomorrow. Even set an alarm on your phone and label it whatever you listed as the counter, as the different counters. Listen, if you're still on the fence about anything I have said, I want you to remember this quote by James Clear, of course, because the the dude's just, he's on a whole nother level. But he says this, he says, procrastinating on something important is choosing to delay a better future, end quote. I'm going to say that again, procrastinating on something important is choosing to delay a better future. Thank you so much for tuning in to True North. We hope you'll join us again next time.